0: Welcome to another guest episode on The Guri Show. Tonight, we have Tracy, who is a highly trained, multiple award-winning business mentor, trainer, course creator, and author. She has spoken on stages in Las Vegas and across the U.S. in front of audiences of entrepreneurs as big as 1,000 people. Now, while she loved teaching for 15 years, she was tired of the glass ceiling and income cap and knew there had to be more. So she decided to pursue that something more and the search led her to online marketing. Well, it kind of found her actually and she really didn't know what she got herself into. She didn't know anything about it guys. Over a couple of years, Tracy established and implemented strong systems and modern strategies in building her business. To her surprise, she was able to fully retire from teaching. She began working full-time inside her business. Anne has gone on to generate 20,000 plus leads reaching out to her interested in working with her for their business, seeking private coaching, and or her courses and trainings. So tonight we have Tracy with us and let's dive in. Let's talk to her about her journey. Stay tuned, guys. If you dream to help more people and have a multiple figure online business within the next three years by creating and selling online courses, this podcast is for you. Hello, coaches, entrepreneurs, dreamers, visionaries, and business owners. Glad to have you here on The Guru Show, the podcast for new and aspiring online course creators. I'm Gurvinder Kaur, and I'm here to talk about your struggles, desires, thoughts, and your journey. Also, to share with you different marketing and business strategies to speed up your game. Stay tuned and do subscribe to the show. I am super excited to introduce to you a guest, a special guest, who, a guest, not guest, a special guest, Tracy, who helps people out there achieve massive results through profitable, actionable steps. So over to you, Tracy, I want you to introduce yourself. What do you do? How do you help people out there? And what is your core um, theme of your business.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Gravinder. I'm super excited to be here with your listeners, and I really am excited to be here with you on your podcast. So I'm Tracy Chalmers, and I'm up in Canada, <laughs> Calgary, Canada, and I work with entrepreneurs, particularly home-based digital entrepreneurs, and I work with them strategically in helping them overcome roadblocks and hurdles inside their business. Stuxates, challenges, and help them really develop systems and processes that allow them to repeat and duplicate actionable behaviors inside their businesses. So that's kind of what I do in a nutshell. And of course, you know, as you know, every entrepreneur, every business is different. So I really fine-tune and adjust how I work with people. And then, of course, I've got courses that target in on specific needs inside specific businesses. Wow. So we have a lot to discuss and I'm sure that you have
0: a lot to share, but let's start with your journey. When did you begin doing all this and how, uh, you know, how was it? How was the experience, your struggles and the breakthrough? So let's talk
1: about that. Okay. Well, where to begin? Um, You know what? This is my second career. Uh, Prior to this, I was an educator for 15 Um, years. and i just wanted to really come home and be home with my kids that's what it (laughs) boiled down to i was just kind of a couple of things you know i was tired of going to work every day and letting somebody else you know take care of my children or you know once they were in school i was missing out on a lot because i was in a classroom myself and i was also at you know an income ceiling and I was really tired of working super hard and knowing that I couldn't make any more money even if I wanted to. So yeah. the income cap, the ceiling that I was reaching, was really starting to frustrate me. And I left teaching and I thought, I'm just going to start my own business. And I, I really struggled for a long time, Gravinder, because I really didn't know what I wanted to do in my own business so, yeah. you know, like so many people, when they first start working from home, what's typically the first thing you think of? Network marketing. <laughs> Absolutely. So, right? Yeah, because that's yeah. the work from home thing. Um, and I went into network marketing, and I did very well with it for the first couple of years, but then I knew it just it wasn't really for me. And I really started to realize that I was overlooking what I was particularly good at and where my gifts were because I didn't think they had a place in online businesses or, or as a, as an entrepreneur. So a massive breakthrough for me, one of, one of many because as entrepreneurs we have breakthroughs all the time. But my, one of my first massive breakthroughs, was realizing that as an educator and a content creator and having an ability to really reach people and teach people really challenging concepts, but by breaking them down into manageable bits that they could understand was my gift. Yeah. And I, I really started looking at how can I move away from network marketing Follow what I'm really, truly passionate about, which was content creation and, you know, impacting people through education strategically inside their businesses. So how can I move away from network marketing and move into this area on the online space and be really effective at it? So once I started figuring that out, that was a massive breakthrough for me. Wow. And what year... Was this like when you were struggling? Um, That was probably five or six years ago now. And in the last three or four years is when I've really honed my craft. Um, That's when I kind of, you know, just it was almost like a light bulb went off. It's kind of a funny thing because it felt like it happened overnight. But as you know, things like this don't happen overnight. (laughs) Never. I'm like, you know, I, yeah,
0: I often talk to people and it it happened with me as well, not just, you know, Mm -hmm. not just the clients and not just the students and customers. Uh, We start with assumptions and then because we start doing the research and we start doing the actual work, we end up realizing that, you know, maybe that's, that's not the, that wasn't the right thing to do and we should uh, hone on our skill and do something else Mm -hmm. And with something else, um, you know, like by something else, I mean, trying to figure out the right way and find your own voice. Sometimes we learn a skill, but then we end up realizing that that we are not able to find our voice in that. You know,
1: you're so right, you know, and, and I don't want to discredit network marketing because I learned so much yeah, yeah. through that journey. And it really was a wonderful personal development few years for me. And, and kind of to what you're saying, Gervinder, is that what it taught me is it allowed me and it helped me fa- find my voice in this space where I could really serve and make the greatest impact yeah. so you're spot on with that um you know and that's that's kind of when I started to hone my craft realizing that I could educate and scaffold learning break down really really hard concepts into easy to understand systems and processes for everybody that's where I, uh, that's where my gifts are that's my superpower and so cool. and then as, as I realized that, I was able to start creating courses and programs and virtual workshops, live workshops, oh. um, a Mastermind Academy membership where students can, can get help in all sorts of different ways in different areas of their businesses to serve their needs best. So is it
0: like... Somebody who already has a business and that person uh, wants to improve on their messaging, on their marketing, on their you know Mm -hmm. like like sometimes you know people are all over the place. Yes, they're trying to do ten different things, Mm -hmm. and then what they don't realize is that it's important to hone on one particular thing first, and then move on to the second, and then third, and fourth. Yeah. Is it like that you help people understand what they actually should work on?
1: Exactly. You know, because as entrepreneurs, especially new entrepreneurs, we do everything inside our businesses, right? And it's not until totally, (laughs) totally. That was me too. I I was a jack of all trades inside my business. And it's not until you really start getting a following and, and, you know, selling products or growing a business and starting to scale that then you start um, hiring support and assistance to do things that maybe you're not so passionate about, or maybe you're not as good at so that you can focus in on the things that you're really masterful with. And that is what I found is a lot of entrepreneurs and home-based digital business owners um, are trying to do everything because they have to. They can't afford yet to hire out. Mm -hmm. So I teach a lot of foundational kind of business strategy all the way up through very specific, specific, strategic um, skill sets and tasks that need to happen. So from identifying your target market and knowing how to write, copy and advertise and hone in on your ideal target market, all the way through to content Writing content and copy that connects, compels, and sells, all the way then further to um, creating a, some profit and, out of your passion and your purpose. So, these are all courses I've created over the last couple of years that start right from the very basic beginner stuff, um. all the way up to entrepreneurs that are really starting to scale and build amazing profit inside their business.
0: Yeah, and that's actually, you know, super cool because when on this, you know, entrepreneur journey, we uh, we begin to like, you know, begin with one particular thing. But then soon we realize that now we have to hone on another skill. Yes. And then, you know, we have to be ready for the scaling. And sometimes we have a system, we create a system. But then when scaling pops in, we are like, what to do now? Yeah. How do we scale? <laughs> And what's so wrong true. with that messaging? Yeah. And, you know, we start to doubt ourselves that we've been doing, you know, we've been putting in all these efforts these years. And now it's like, what to do next? So yeah, also, um, you know, I feel when people start to trust you, they want to learn more from you yes, and they don't I want totally to go agree. anywhere else. So it's super great that you have like variety of these courses, like, you know, from beginner level to the. Uh, like super advanced level and so like I want to ask you is how do you deal with different levels of the students like somebody comes to your comes and joins your course and who's a beginner and then somebody uh, is like a super is at super advanced level how do Mm -hmm. you deal with these two different kinds of people
1: you know that's a really great question because you know, as entrepreneurs, we can move through certain skill sets really quickly. And then other skill sets may take us a little longer to understand, just yeah. based on what we're strong in and, or areas of growth. Um, and I, I have not forgotten how hard it was when I first started in the industry. You know, as a new entrepreneur, I remember the countless times I would sit on my bathroom floor and cry because I really doubted my abilities, or I I struggled so much in one area that I questioned whether or not this was made for me. So I haven't forgotten those things. Um, But I think that's where it falls back to my ability as an educator, to really take the, the difficult concepts and boil them down into easy to understand concepts for the beginner, And then as they grow and understand more, to evolve those concepts to the more advanced entrepreneur. And I have a knack for being able to reach different modalities, different learning styles. So some people are very much auditory learners. Others are, you know, are visual. They need to watch a a training or a, a video to learn more. And other people are tactile, like they want a workbook. To, to work through as they listen or watch a training and I encompass all of those in all of my programs because I really think it's valuable to touch on all those learning styles that will help the brand new entrepreneur all the way through to the more advanced entrepreneur and, and I think that's really, really important. So true. Yeah. And so have you had launches or
0: like you've been, how, have, how are you selling these courses?
1: Yeah. You know what? I've, I've done some soft launches early on when I was really nervous about how to launch, how to sell, how <laughs> would, would somebody want my first product, how yeah. to sell my first product? Because so many entrepreneurs are, it's really hard for us to sometimes, you know, toot our own horns to really promote ourselves, that is a massive challenge for many. And I, uh, that was a major yeah. challenge for me too. And, you know, through some of the launching, fortunately, I, I'm very familiar with Facebook ads. So I know how to run traffic. I, I have a terrific following cause I have a private group. I have a free private group on Facebook. So through this, I had quite a following that already knew and liked and trusted me yeah. so I was able to do soft launches that were quite successful and even with my very first product which is the ultimate target market identifier uh, it's a $79 product I did that on a soft launch and I, I achieved a five figure month within that first wow. month of launching that That's product nice. which, which was super exciting. Uh, it was super scary. <laughs> but I'm sure it was. Yeah, I didn't really know how to do it. And I really didn't know if it was going to work or if it was effective or if even people wanted it. Um, so I was pretty excited about that. And then through the last two years, three years, and through five more products, you know, I have been able to, to grow and scale and hone my marketing and my copy to launch more effectively quicker.
0: So I have like two questions. One is when you were launching, like the first Mm -hmm. soft launch, what -hmm. was the main traffic source? Was it your existing Facebook group? And how long have you been working on that Facebook group? Yeah, great question. And the second one is how was the journey of the, because you know, many of the course creators like during this time, most of the course creators are new they are launching for the first time and that's yes. when they need the maximum support you know that's when they, we need to support them as on, oh, you know as sure. entrepreneurs so these are the two questions like number one is what was your primary traffic source for the first launch mm-hmm. the second one is how was the journey when you're doing when you were launching for the first time
1: mm-hmm. great like, questions yeah yeah you know the first time the the primary traffic source for my very first launch, for that very first product, was predominantly my free Facebook group, which I had already had running for about a year and a bit prior to that. So it's now been running for a little over three years, kind of thing, This this free group. So inside that group, I have done a lot of training and a lot of free content and built relationships in that group for a good year prior to my first launch so that group was a a hotbed a place of people who already believed in me already knew me felt like we had a relationship so launching my first product inside that group was effective because it was already a very warm market yeah second to that i did run facebook advertising paid traffic to a free capture page that led them to that product. That was also effective uh, because I knew how to run traffic, but it wasn't as effective as my Facebook group because these people already knew me. So they knew what they could expect from me. They knew how I trained. They knew what they were getting before buying the product. Um, and
0: I just want to add that if, yeah. if you have like, a warmed up audience, if you have a Facebook mm-hmm. group and the audience trusts you, there's nothing better than that. Oh, I mean, so you are, you are putting so much off your plate. I mean, you, you, there's so much hard work that you don't have to do otherwise, you know? Yeah.
1: And, and I would really recommend that for yeah. anybody that is considering to, you know, building their first courses, really wanting to be a course creator, start a free Facebook group. Because people will really value the free content, the free training. And it's a wonderful opportunity for you as a course creator to let them know, let them see who you are and what you're about before you present your first offer. And did this Facebook group
0: help you build your authority?
1: Absolutely. Huge influence and authority inside that group um, because they started to see me and they continue to to this day see me as the go-to resource so you know they they would ask questions in there it was a safe place for them to ask questions to learn so they knew that they could trust what i was delivering
0: okay and so like well what was the how did it feel to do the first launch like what was the journey the second question
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was so scary. <laughs> it was so scary because I didn't know if it was going to work or not. And my confidence wasn't super high at that point yet because you question as entrepreneurs and as course creators, we're always, we're always questioning if other people are going to love our stuff as much as we do. Yeah, absolutely. Right? You know, I, as, as,
0: I just want to add, I'm sorry I'm right? interrupting, but no, not at all. sometimes, you know, people have uh, like they've been launching for like two or three years, but even after that, the fourth year, the fourth launch, they still struggle to talk to people sometimes. Yeah. Thinking that, oh, I've already launched three times, but what if someone doesn't feel that I'm the right person? And what if I have the right content?
1: And you know what? If you don't, if you're not the right person for them in that moment, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay because there are going to be A dozen people more to that one who are going to need what you have to offer, how you present it, your gifts, your content, where they're at in their journey right now. And I think as creatives, that's a really hard concept to come around to because we want everybody to love our stuff right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's personal. Those are, that's our baby. That course is our baby that we're putting out <laughs> into this world. And and we're opening ourselves up to uh people that perhaps may not appreciate it or see the value in it that we see. And there are always going to be people who don't love your stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, because yeah. there's going to be a lot of people that love it too. And, and it's I think those I, people that you're yeah, serving.
0: I'm I, I kind of Like when I have my clients, you know, I kind of always tell them that it is like yours is good content because you're putting in so much effort, but it's possible that someone doesn't feel that it is right for them. Right. Right. Because they are at a different level or they are not perceiving your content the way, you know, in a different way and not the way you want them to perceive it. So, Mm -hmm. and, and this is, super important for course creators to re, to understand before they launch. You know, yes. I gave this example, <laughs> I gave this example the other day that we, when we are creating content and when we are launching and there are people joining our program, we feel that we are the Messiah, you know, because we get so <laughs> much love. We get so much love in Facebook groups and, you know, people doing, yes. <laughs> you know, commending such nice things. But then soon after that, they will realize that they have to put in so much effort to reach mm-hmm. to the level that, you know, you are at. So we should never start from that position that we are the god No. And we are doing it in the most perfect way.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, I've made so many mistakes over my journey as an entrepreneur and I've made many, many pivots along the way. And, Every time I'm exceptionally humbled, because as many people as I'm able to help and serve, there are some people that just don't jive with my vibe, and they're just not meant to be in my circle of influence, Um, and that's okay, because there are so many people out there in this big world that are looking for guidance, support, and alignment, and connectivity, and relationship. And there's a lot of amazing trainers, course creators, entrepreneurs out there that if I'm not the right one for them, that's okay. They're going to find the right one for them. And I think coming at it from a mindset of abundance as as opposed to scarcity is hugely important. So true. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. And
0: so, like, you've been doing this for, you know, five years now? Yeah. yeah. And I'm Office. sure you might have, like, you know, different experiences dealing with different mm-hmm. students. What is the one, um, one or, like, two or three <laughs> uh, tip you want to give to new course creators that, you know, they should be ready? To, you know, like, oh. the ones who are doing their first launch what should be what they should
1: expect after their first launch so i think i think for after your first launch be ready to edit be ready to make some changes because if you if you launch and it may not be as successful as you were hoping because typically first launches aren't
0: yeah that's such a perfect (laughs) advice
1: because we're learning as well as a first launch experience, you're learning so much. So be ready to edit. Maybe it's something as simple as just your sales copy. You know, Maybe it's just how you're talking to your audience. Maybe you're not targeting the correct audience for this product. So just be ready to pivot, maneuver, and massage what it is that you're doing to make it better. And, yeah. and as hard as it is, don't take it personally. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it is hard. And I think, I think more than anything, if you're a creative and you want to create a course, but you're scared to, run with it. Do it anyway. Because if you've got an amazing idea, but it's scary, I challenge you to do it anyway. It doesn't need to be perfect but get it out there start building it get it out to the marketplace because there are going to be people that need what you're offering and it doesn't need to be perfect yet because there's lots of time and lots of room to improve on it I have edited my programs so many times to keep improving them to serve the needs of the people that I wanted to target and I'm going to continue editing them as I grow and change and, and as situations out there change, I'm going to make changes inside my programs so that they best serve the people I want to impact. Yeah, so and
0: that's a, I, that's a super ahead. strong statement because so many people are not ready to make changes. They yeah. they feel that once the course is ready, we keep on selling it for like, you know, 10 years, next no. 10 years, yeah. no edits. And uh, if it is selling, you know, it's working, but it then working. Not mm-hmm. sometimes it's not doing, I mean, somebody pays you, that's fine, you know? Yeah. But it's important that you edit it according to the new audience. Yeah, like the keep new, it keep relevant. It, yeah, yeah, keep it yeah. relevant. With, yeah. And we are, this, this, the time the market is changing so fast. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's super important to keep editing stuff
1: very true because you know what worked today may not work five years from now Yeah, a- a- and what's gonna be working in a few months from now was not effective two years ago when you created your course as an example so right. your course has to stay current up to date and relevant because you're, you're gonna notice your sales are gonna fizzle off if they're no longer relevant or or maybe you're going to have a lot of refunds coming in yeah uh, and it's your reputation you know it boils down to your reputation in so the end
0: mm-hmm. and when you're beginning i just want to add to that like mm-hmm. when you're when you're beginning then it's fine because <laughs> technically speaking you don't have that reputation
1: right right yeah It's so true. But then once you start developing a reputation and people come to expect and know what you're made of and how you deliver and and the value and the impact you make, I think it's really important. And it's our responsibility as creators to serve to the best of our ability. And I, I don't take that responsibility lightly.
0: That's so nice. That's super nice. Yeah. Thank you. Because so many people don't take it seriously. And that's what kind of makes me. And I think that's the only reason why sometimes course creators, like, you know, they, they're not able to make, build that authority. Like they yeah. end up earning money, but then that impact, you know, that authority, that name, they kind of lack there.
1: Right. Right. You know, and and that's the thing is, I think I think almost anybody can make a few dollars online. Yeah. But are you looking to make a few bucks now or are you looking for a legacy business where you can really impact the masses? That's what I'm after. And I think as course creatives, you know, we want people to really benefit from our content. I think I believe that most of us have that in our heart, that we really want people to benefit from our content. So I think looking at long term is really, really important. Yeah. And so you mentioned
0: refunds and I, I was like, I was uh, wondering, can you share one tip how you tackle the refunds?
1: You know, I, it's a tough one because you, you always get a, a lot of different people that will buy your course Mm -hmm. and then never do anything with it. Right. Which you don't really have control over. People have to be responsible for doing the work themselves. And I think regardless of how effective your courses are or how experienced you are at courses, you're always going to get a few refunds here and there. And it's going to be people that maybe just didn't jive with your content or they didn't want to put the work in. That Mm -hmm. tends to be the biggest um flag for me is that they they simply just didn't want to do the work i I would rather give someone a refund than keep let them be stuck with something that they're yeah. not actually going to use. but okay. having said that, I do you know because if you're if you've got a, a a back office system that houses your courses, you can actually see how much time they've spent inside that course you can see what modules they've opened you can see what what topics they've gone through and you can see how much time they have spent inside that course so it's pretty easy to have evidence data around how much effort that actual person or that person put into that actual course Um, so you know i often share that with with a person if they come for a refund and i ask them you know, what would serve you better? Because I want to learn from that.
0: Yeah. So. And that really helps, you know, to, the person who's asking for a refund gives you the nice, nas- like the, the silliest excuse sometimes. Oh, yes. Then you learn, you, you are ready for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> then you yeah. know, next time such a person pops up, I have to, like, you know, tune in, uh, like, navigate through this situation in a certain way.
1: <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. And I think, you know, you asked for kind of a, you know, a few tips and, and one just popped into my head as we were talking here is, you know, there's a lot of people that are watching the influencers, the gurus out there, and then they try and mimic and be the same as maybe their favorite person online. I, I caution you on that because you can't be them, right? Absolutely. So be you. You know, because there are people out there that are looking for you and your content, your content and your creative ideas and how you deliver. And more importantly than copying someone else and their style and trying to be them, people are going to see through that so quickly. And if you can be, truly be you and deliver how you deliver – and create how you create. That's going to be so incredibly powerful because different is better than better. Agree. Totally agree. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm actually enjoying our chat. It's been quite some time. I had this this you know in-depth conversation with a course creator and an Thank entrepreneur you. because talking to you feels like you have a very strong and you know organized business. And of course it has to be because it's been like five or six years, but then mm-hmm. there are people out there who struggle for like three or four years. Yeah. So I feel that and I'm sure it is that you have a like pretty much sorted online business.
1: It's pretty streamlined now. Um, It's pretty organized, uh, you know. I have very actionable, profit-driven tasks that are part of my daily method of operation. That these are just things I do because it, they're effective, they work, and they drive traffic and create revenue. Uh, but it wasn't always that way, <laughs> you know. I would early like, years. I, I was all over the place.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I like. Yeah. I know what you mean.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's part of the growth and that's part of the process and you know I I was fortunate to have some really incredible mentors early on um, that helped guide me and really sort of navigate my focus into where my gifts are and and that's what I, I I'm so passionate about doing for others now. That's nice. Thank so- you. I would love to have
0: your Facebook group links so people can join from you at the same time, if you have any sort of lead magnet that you want to share and want to help people and learn more about you. So would you mind sharing the link?
1: Absolutely. That'd be fabulous. So my Facebook group is called your online marketing mentors lounge, and I'd be happy. Do you want me to pop them in the chat or are you going to put it in the show notes?
0: Yeah. I also want you to like, you know, like, uh, what's, what's the username of the group, like facebook.com slash group slash the username.
1: Yeah. So your online marketing mentors lounge. Okay. That is my Facebook group's name. And then if you're interested as well, you can hop over to my, my website, tracychalmers.com, And on there, you're going to find all my different products there's several lead magnets there, um, and I'm happy to share another lead magnet I have that um, I think would benefit a lot of entrepreneurs in various ways, and it's how to strategically prospect online. So wow. regardless of what your course is about or who your target market is, this free lead magnet, this free offer, it's an ebook will help you Really strategically hone in on who it is that you're trying to target for your product. Um, so I'd, I'd be happy to share that as well. And do I have it handy? Mm-hmm. I should have had that a little more ready. Sorry about that. Can we yeah, pop that, it in the show That's notes? okay. We... I'm going to put the yeah. link in the show notes. Fantastic. When so, we? Yeah. It. How to strategically prospect online? Okay. And you, can you spell your website? Yeah. So Tracy Chalmers. T R A c y c h a l m e r s dot com thank you that's great uh,
0: thank I'm you gonna walk on your website too and see what different programs are there oh there's
1: oodles of stuff yeah <laughs> all
0: different stuff so well, so i really
1: appreciate this this has been a lot of fun
0: yeah so like I've been, uh, like I mentioned, you know, this, it's been quite some time I had this in-depth conversation and I would love to like chat more, but because we have to constrain ourselves to this, you know, <laughs> 30 to 40 minutes window, let's, let's keep, it, keep the conversation to this. Um, so it was great to talk to you, Tracy. Is there anything uh, that, anything special that you wanna share before we end this episode?
1: Uh, you know, I think just more than anything, if 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 you're compelled to create and build a course to serve a certain market or a certain niche, I implore you to do it. It's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. You're you're probably going to make mistakes, and that's okay. But there are people out there that need what you can offer, and I I really implore you to to challenge yourself and just get it done. And if you need help, reach out. There's so many wonderful mentors like Gurvinder that can really support My you choice. in creating those courses. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. So you know, reach out to us, and and we'll help you in in your course creation.
0: Absolutely, and it's better to uh, take guidance to yes. ask for support than make yeah. mistakes and waste time because.
1: You, yeah. you know,
0: you are, you're losing on both sides. Yes.
1: Because so you don't know. To to support. Exactly. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and rather than just going into it blindly, seek support, ask questions and learn from people who've walked the path before you.
0: Such a great advice. <laughs> so it was great. Great talking to you, Tracy. I'm going to end the episode now and okay. hop on to a more friendly conversation.
1: <laughs> All <laughs> right, my listeners, and absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.